Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today, July 25th, 2019, Thursday. A little bit of a strange schedule today for daily fantasy baseball purposes. Uh, we have a, a limited amount of day games and not too many night games. Here to help me pin down the schedule as always. I don't know what he's got going over there. Maybe he's like moving cars or something like that. Matt Stryker, Matt, what's going on? Look at you being all punny, saying pin down, because I used to be a wrestler. You're very clever. Don't, don't you still, aren't you still active, though? I am, I am still active, and if you keep running your mouth, you're going to find out just how active I am. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you something. Me and you, August 20th, Madison Square Garden. Be there. Pencil neck. Okay. All right, I'll be there. I don't know what's going on on August 20th, but I'll, I'll go if you want. Okay. Yeah, let's go. All right. Heck, yeah. Uh, all right, let's start with the day slate. Uh, the small day slate. Uh, the Padres are at the Mets at 12.10 p.m. Eastern at City Field. Jacob DeGrom is 11,400 on DraftKings. Uh, and Eric Lauer is 7,800. Uh, DeGrom seems like a very obvious pick. You never know if he's going to get the run support, though, with the Mets. Uh, he'll get the strikeouts. He'll get the length. Uh, what do you think of Eric Lauer, though, maybe is a possible play in this game, you know, going against the uh, the Mets offense? Well, at that price point, he could be intriguing depending on who else is available uh, on the slate. But I'm with you on the other side uh, that DeGrom is the obvious chalk, and I do like the K upside. But like you said, you don't know if the win is coming because those Metropolitans, you know, they, they don't support him. Uh, Lauer, maybe in a pinch if you're building a really cool lineup and he fits in monetarily. But beyond that, I'm not targeting him. Okay. So, uh, DeGrom, on the short day slate, is he just somebody you have to lock in? Uh, you know, they, they, you know Mac, Max Scherzer's not part of the day slate. Mm. Yeah, uh, honestly, looking at what the day slate provides, if you want to get in and you're going to just say, hey, I'm going to spend a little money, then yeah, DeGrom jumps off the page. I mean, there's there's only uh, one other game, which I'm sure we'll get to right now, that, I mean, if I had to choose, yeah, it would be DeGrom at the 11, at the 11,000 price point. Yeah, well... You know, on the all-day slate, though, he's always going to be a consideration as well. You have St. Louis and Pittsburgh. You got Miles Mikolas at uh, <laughs> 6500 against Joe Musgrove, who's priced pretty pretty niftily at 5800 He's been a little bit up and down, but he's capable of a good start. Mikolas has had a good second half uh, so far. And uh, last time out against the Phillies, uh, Joe Musgrove had eight strikeouts. In six innings pitch without allowing an earned run, I really like if you're going to play that short day slate, uh, you know, maybe Musgrove going against the Cardinals. So uh, I'm a Cardinal fan, and uh, watching Michaelis's last start, he was brilliant for like, I want to say six and two thirds, and then the wheels just fell off in the seventh for him. Um, he would be a decent play again if he was priced exponentially less than, than DeGrom. As far as Joe Musgrove goes, I like Joe Musgrove. He's one of these guys that has like six pitches, and he really mixes them well, but he's just been so erratic, and even Ray Searage, the Pirates pitching coach, hasn't been able to to right the ship here. His ERA is over four. His record, I think he's a 500 pitcher, or maybe he's seven and eight, Joe Musgrove. So yeah, maybe Michael, this is the play here if you don't want to pay up for DeGrom, 
but beyond that, uh, it's it's slim pickings here in the early slate. Yeah, maybe two pitchers. Uh, you go Degrom and Musgrove together, but you know picking bats is really not going to be easy because you know you you have Degrom, so Padres bats seem out. Uh, you know where do you really pick up bats in these early games? It's difficult, and I know that you and I, you know, sometimes we don't see eye to eye here. But look. It, depending on how you are for the week, I look at wagering as a weekly thing. So where am I on this Thursday? Am I up or am I down? Uh, you know, maybe you don't jump into the twelve thirty-five slate with the two games here, just yeah, because. Starting you to think want, that, yeah. You know, don't get in just because someone says you have to, because Scott comes and intimidates you and says you have to play. You know, maybe you save it up and you look at what the uh, the afternoon and the evening slate provides. I don't like being pigeonholed or forced to do anything. That's probably why I'm not married yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come and I'm going to intimidate you, okay? To play the day's yes. night, okay? Uh, sound like my Ca- girlfriend. Cacarocha. <laughs> all right, let's uh, – Colorado-Washington doesn't figure sure. in at all. Uh, so no Max Sh- no shows up for you today. Uh Yankees and the Red Sox tonight. Masahiro Tanaka, 10,100 against Rick Porcello, 6,400. The way Porcello's pitching, uh, that, you know, you could use the Yankee stack here. Uh, D. Vigorius' price is shot up to 4,900. A lot of the Yankee bats are very expensive here. It's kind of hard to build a stack. Luke Voigt, 4,800. Giovanni Ursula, 4,500. Uh, DJ LeMay, 5,400. St. Brandon Canarcion. Even Brent Gardner is 4,500. Judge is 5,600. Gregorius is 4,900. These are all DraftKings prices. Yeah, I mean, look, the Yanks are priced accordingly. And uh, a tip of the cap to DraftKings and to a lesser extent, places like FanDuel and Monkey Knife Fight. When they finally do get, you know, they catch up. These prices are appropriate for what these Yankee bats have been doing. But if you keep searching, you could find a value somewhere. Uh, If you can financially do it, I think a stack around Encarnacion, who has great numbers and a ton of experience against Porcello, could be a play here. On the flip side, I wouldn't sleep on like a Mookie Betts, maybe some kind of little stack there. But um, yeah, the, the prices are appropriate because... Look! Look at what the Yankees are doing. If you want to win, sometimes you got to spend money. Scott, jeez, can't yeah. be going to Marshalls and Filene's basement and TJ Maxx all the time. Not there's yeah, anything it, wrong with it. It's just not doable. You can't fit that many, uh, you know, high price Yankees at bats. You know, no matter no matter what you do, I don't even care if you have a Marshalls card. All right, well, <laughs> who has a Marshalls card? Let's be honest. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Jason Mizrahi does. Yes, Jason is putting things on layaway at Marshalls for his five-month-old baby. <laughs> no, he's, I, I think Jason's doing just fine. I have a, uh, I have a Lord and Taylor card. Let's, uh, yeah. Taylor. <laughs> uh, Masahiro Tanaka, ten thousand one hundred, uh, looking to extend his unbeaten streak to eight games uh, tonight. Uh, do you? Do you like the way he's pitching? You got to consider him against anybody, but uh, I think there might be better options than using him against Boston. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, again, this is it's volatile, it's an emotional series. I, you know, I don't like to throw money on things that have emotion. I like to throw money on things with logic, and emotion can definitely get in the way of this game as far as making money, honey. 
Yeah, well, in the next game, uh, I think you found your top starter for the night. Well, it's going to be a great pitching matchup, though. Jose Barrios against uh, Lucas Giolito. Barrios, 10,600. Uh, Giolito, 10,900. This can be a pitcher's duel. Uh, but, you know, obviously, Barrios going against the White Sox is, is the better play. Yeah, uh, definitely is the better play if you're going to force your your own hand here, not like you used to do in eighth grade. Uh, but uh, I would keep an eye on you know guys like James McCann who have success against Barrios. But man, oh man, those Twins bats. We we've seen them against that Yankee series. Uh, if anyone's going to explode, it's going to be those Twins bats. There might be a play here uh, trying to get against Giolito, although he's eleven and four with an ERA just over three. He's brought his ERA down. I. Th- think, uh, man, I think his ERA is a 6.5 in his previous five starts. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on. But it's the next game where I think I'm finding the pitching value. But if you're not done talking about this twin Sox game, I will defer back to you. Well, the one thing I will say is Barrios, over his last three starts, hasn't been able to hit six innings. So he's he's not a lock. You know, he's more of a tournament right. play than a cash game play. But then you have uh, Cleveland and Kansas City. Adam Plutko for just 6,700 and Mike Montgomery, you know, maybe this is where you find your stack uh, going against uh, Mike Montgomery. I'll be willing to spend 5,300 on uh, Oscar Mercado, the way that he's hitting, uh, you know, the, the Roberto Perez, if he's in the lineup, 3,500 uh, Jordan Luplo, you got to lock him and he kills lefties at just 4,200. So, Maybe the Indian stack is uh, is the way to go here. Uh, if you're thinking about Adam Pluko, uh, he's he's coming out. He's coming off a really strong performance. Uh, seven innings of one run ball uh, against the same Kansas City team. Uh, you know, maybe you're thinking about him. But what about the fact that Kansas City's seeing him twice in a week? Uh, that's uh, definitely something to take into consideration. I like that you mentioned that. A lot of people don't don't really uh, look at things like that. But I think this is where the value is. I, I definitely do like Plutko. Uh, you did mention his last start was really good. But something to keep in mind is that before that, I think he had uh, two starts where he gave up five or four runs. So that's something to to think about. And also, uh, they don't. I mean, it's the first time he threw a hundred pitches was his last. Uh, outing. So again, you want the longevity of your starter. As far as Mike Montgomery goes, he's on a pitch count. I don't think you're going to see him beyond, I don't know, the third or fourth inning. And I don't fear Kansas City bats. I like Plutko here and I like a little Indian stack. Some of the players you mentioned would definitely be on my radar. Radar. <laughs> oh, nice. Taking it way back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Orioles are at the Angels. Tom Eshelman, who has a 6.91 ERA against uh, Jose Suarez, uh, you know he has a 5.51 ERA. So you can find some bats here. Uh, never running an Orioles stack, but I think you got to get some of the bats in here. You know Nunez is hot. Santander's always a uh, consideration. Uh, but then, what do you think on the other side, running an Angels stack against Eshelman? Yeah, I think that is definitely, depending on where it's priced, where you want to go. Uh, Eshelman is is still going to be you know bewildered by the bright lights. I don't know if he has any relation to Vaughn Eshelman, but I have no problem finding a nice angel stack, even uh, lower in their order. 
maybe going, I don't know, eight, nine, one, seven, eight, nine. There's a lot of ways you can do this outside of the obvious uh, trout stacks. Yeah, well, Trout, you always want to get him in in a mediocre pitcher. You're going to spend 5700 but then you have Cole Calhoun for only for $4,400. Uh, Homered last night. Andaltron Simmons is a great price at 3800 Pujols is only 4400 and David Fletcher is 4000 So the Angels might be the way to go hitting-wise. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And it's funny to hear you say Pujols. <laughs> You're Pujols. <laughs> You're like, shut up. That's like outdated now <laughs> oh, sorry it makes me laugh yeah. what else oh, ass. <laughs> would you like to see my spiker <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> uh, texas and oakland ario Jarado against uh against brett anderson here and uh maybe we're thinking some more bats here uh Jarado allowing 10 runs uh in his last start uh an 8.31 ERA in his last uh, four outings overall. So uh, maybe you want to think uh, A's bats here as well. Uh, you got Franklin Barreto's only 3,600. Uh, Marcus Semyon's 4,300. Chris Davis has started to hit, and I think you got to lock him in at 3,500. And Josh Begley is just 3,400. So you at least got to consider an A's mini stack maybe around the Rangers, around the Angels. Yeah, uh, normally I, if this game was in Texas, I'd be a lot more apprehensive, but it's at the Oco. And I do like Corrado, but your point about some of these A's bats coming around, and if they're you know priced nicely, then that could be a place where you go to get some value. Also, looking at Brett Anderson, uh, his past four starts have been pretty good. His ERA is under two and a half. I think he's holding opponents to a batting average that's like under your weight. I think like 198, 198 or something like that. But I still wouldn't attack Texas bats. I'd be more inclined to go Oakland bats here and try to build out a lineup. Yeah, probably a mini stack like we said. And then Detroit is at Seattle in a game that not even DFS players will love. Drew Verga-Hagen, Drew Verga-Hagen uh, going for uh, Detroit. And, yeah, but it's re- there's really not a slot of Seattle bats that can attract you tonight. No, and uh, if you do just a, a cursory amount of research, you'll find out that Verhagen is uh, – is a strikeout monster. I, I think he's got like 51 Ks over 53 innings. So if maybe you look at that Mariners lineup and you see they have some free swingers, you may be able to get, and this is interesting, the same kind of value or strikeout performance you'd look at from an $11,000 guy like Jacob deGrom, you could maybe get something like that. I don't know what Verhagen is priced at. Verhagen is 4000 4000 Deutschmarks. Yeah. Matt, Matt Deutschmark, yeah, but, but, but uh, uh, I would stay but, away. But it's interesting. He had an ERA well over four in Toledo, though. Yeah, he's got a fifteen ERA in the majors. So I mean, again, this isn't where I'm throwing my money. I'm just saying, if some people like to get tricky and sneaky, Scott, you know, some people like to really sit down and build their lineups and use lineup optimizers, use everything on the Wind Daily Sports site, the weather, the umpire report. You know, it's the ground just a little too dry today. There's all kinds of things that you need to think about. But uh, if you find yourself uh, needing the Detroit Seattle game. To, uh, to make your money on today's slate, uh, you've got bigger problems than Scott or I can help you with. 
Well, hitting, we've decided we like the Angels stack and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. some Oakland bats here. But, mm-hmm. you know, where where are we going pitching-wise? Is Barrios our main choice? Uh, I like Plutko. I'm, I'm a guy that's going to try to find the value. And, again, I build multiple lineups, so I don't mind building a Plutko lineup and I don't mind building a, a Barrios lineup. And uh, beyond that, like you said, it's a shame that the, uh, the Scherzer game falls into the 405 slot. But uh, that's really it. It's a it's an interesting day today, Scottimus. Yes, it is, Strikey. Uh, nice. You know, it's not going to be it's not going to be easy to find pitching. And I think our recommendation, you know, according to Matt, is uh, probably avoid that two game early slate. Just sit back and enjoy watching some baseball. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you can watch a Met game and not vomit, I think you're uh, you're doing okay. Sorry, Scott. It's the truth. Yeah, but. Well, two nights ago was pretty good when Robinson Cano turned back the clock. Uh, a broken clock Three is right today. Ah, that's uh. bringing the cliches to the party. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the Win Daily podcast. And, uh, you know, Matt, where do people follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Matt underscore striker underscore on Instagram at real Matt striker. Otherwise you can find me hiding out underneath Scott's kitchen window. Cause sometimes he throws the scraps out the window and I can eat the matzo brai and the kugula. Yeah. Uh, you know, some watermelon too. And maybe a little white castle, you know, of white castle. So good. Uh, are you one of those? Uh, maybe he, he, and nobody, and I digress here. Seems like nobody wants to admit they eat White Castle during the day. Like what I'm the only you, one. Only I mean, I, no. Uh, what people, I was people always say, "Oh, three o'clock in the morning." That's no, no, I no. Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, so you know, growing up, my dad would tell me tales about back in the day when White Castle was, you know, the greatest thing in the world. It's changed quite a bit, but when I uh, senior year of high school and uh, first few years of college, there were some uh, extracurricular activities in the daytime that would warrant a white castle run. So let me just leave it at that. All right. Bad, <laughs> bad young Matt Stryker. Soon, soon we will read the book. All right. Make sure, uh, make sure that you uh, check out Win daily, check out our cheat sheet uh, for premium gold members. You can't miss it. And uh, all our projections and get in our Slack chat room and uh, talk one-on-one with the experts. For Scott Engel, for Matt Stryker, thanks for listening today.